What up, you punk-ass kids? <clears throat> Happy Labor Day to all my veterans listening. Thank you so much for what you've done. Actually, that wasn't a joke. For a minute, I thought Labor Day was for the troops. But now that I let it sink in, I know that there's a Veterans Day also, so that wouldn't make sense. So, this one goes out to all the essential workers. Thank you guys. You guys are the ones who make this happen. You guys make, you are the backbone of America. Anyway, it's been a week. But listen, I have good reason. A, I recorded a podcast for After Dark Wednesday, and I screwed up my audio. Ask Aaron, we sat down for an hour. (gasps) I can't believe I just ran out of breath. I'm not even doing anything. I just ran out of breath. I was about to go to the gym. That's why I got my earbuds in. I was listening. I'm going to keep that in. I was listening to that hurricane song. I don't know why no one thinks it's... Is it not insane how Lil Baby and The Weeknd are on the same song? That would never happen. But Kanye could make it happen. Anyway, um, I I also had, um, I have another podcast that, you know what, I hate talking about doing stuff. I like doing stuff. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop talking about doing stuff and let's do some stuff. All right. Um, this is a solo pod, obviously. And I, um, I listen to a lot of solo pods myself and I enjoy them very much. So I'm going to do it. Even though I gave you guys a poll and you guys wanted most in the poll was podcasts with friends. And then second was solo pods. And then third, I forget. Um, I do have podcasts with very close friends, family friends um, coming soon. I've also I have this on my screen right now from last night. I was listening to Hillary Clinton on the Howard Stern show podcast or radio show. It's really funny. It's because I was listening to it. It says Hillary Clinton on the Howard Stern show part one and it's a 30 minute long video. And then I finished it and then it auto played to part two and it was another 30 minute video. And I am almost done with part five from what it looks like. I don't think there's a part six, but I can't believe this, but I, I actually, this humanized her <laughs> like um i'm not kidding if she did this radio show before the election of her against trump she would have won i mean she did win the votes three million more votes but if she did this before it she would have won i have absolutely no doubt this girl's talking about you know, the death of her best childhood friend. Like, it's very weird. And how devastating losing the election was. And, like, she cussed a couple times. She, It was the funniest thing. This is what she did. Here's a quote, all right, from the radio show. She says she was at the inauguration for Trump. This is right after she lost an, an election that she thought she would win 100%. Right. So she's sitting in the, and she doesn't want to be at the inauguration, but she has to be there because of Bill Clinton. She's his, uh, his wife. 
he's there. So, I mean, still, she doesn't have to, but it's out of, you know, you know what you're supposed to do when you win a presidency? You're supposed to unite and, uh, you know, all right, I'm with you, Trump. You are now the president. That type of vibe, right? Anyway, she's chilling. She had called Trump the day before and was telling, like, congratulating him and telling him, if you need me, I'm here. And she said on the, on the radio show that Trump was actually very surprised. He was in shock on the phone that he won. Um, anyway, she pulls up to the inauguration and she's sitting. It, the reason why this is also so interesting, because she just, like, mentions people. Um, like, she's hanging out with people. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, I was with Nelson Mandela the other day. I think that's the part that I've never really let sink in. The people that she gets to hang out with. Not her, but like, you know, the higher ups. Anyway, she's chilling at the inauguration. She's sitting in the crowd next to her hubby, who did her dirty, I'm pretty sure, the record show. But they're together now. That's what matters. Um, um, and she's on her left is George W. Bush. No big deal. Um, and she says... Um, let me actually get the quote exactly. It's in the comments of the video. She says, Why would you organize your YouTube comments in order of time posted? Who would ever do that? Anyway, here's the quote. After the inauguration, Trump pulls this weird, like, yeah, screw you guys, I made it, and those of you who rode with me, you a real one, if you didn't, suck my nuts, you know, that type of thing, even though it's supposed to be a thing of, now I must, it must be together, and we lead the nation, you know, and she was like, oh my, and then she turns to George uh, W. Bush, and George W. Bush says, this is a quote from Hillary Clinton, well, that was some weird shit. That was what he said. <laughs> that man doesn't even look real. George W. Bush looks like he got Botox in places that no one has ever gotten Botox before. George W. Bush looks like Abraham Lincoln if he drowned and came back to life as a zombie. Now and and his, and that twang in his voice, as I recall, it just ties it all together. This man can't be real. He should be on a on a coin. He should be on a Canadian currency. I wouldn't mind him instead of uh, who do we got? I don't even know. All I know is that the Queen is on some of them, and that is ultimate bitch move by Canada. You are th their little bitch <laughs> excuse me sorry i don't mean to get profane but i risk my case anyway he's super interesting the funniest part is that he had her on for like two hours and 45 minutes if you put all the parts together <laughs> so this girl's got time now i mean she doesn't she doesn't do anything she's not secretary or what it, what is it security of the state or something He's just chilling. But there are moments that are very presidential. And Howard Stern is um, 
absolutely fanning out the entire time, which makes it kind of cringy. It actually, it's the worst when he talks. But I'm. it's so funny when Hillary Clinton talks, because sometimes she'll just start saying a story, and it is a lie. It's a complete lie. It's a fake story. It doesn't happen. And and she'll keep saying, true story. That's a true story. And, like, I know that didn't happen. So, like, she, te- she was saying, the night that I lost the election, and it was so close, and it was one of the most devastating nights of my life, you know what I did? All I did was I went home, I laid in my bed, and Bill, she calls him Bill, because that's her, that's her buddy, Bill Clinton, <laughs> just lay next to me, next to my bed, and held my hand, and we didn't say anything. <laughs> Come on! And she'd be like, that's a true story. That's a-. She'll say that after no one is doubting her, but then she says that. I mean, I am, but Howard isn't. Hey, Hillary Clinton, that didn't happen. She's like, oh, yeah, I still go to the supermarket. Like, that's how you know they don't go to the, like, grocery store or whatever, is that they call it the supermarket. What is the supermarket? You don't you don't know what that is. Do you know what they sell? She probably went in there looking for weapons of mass destruction. That's a, uh, that is a foreign policy joke for those of you into that. Um, no, she's talking about it. She's like, yeah, I go in there. I slap the cantaloupes. She said she slaps the cantaloupes. You don't slap cantaloupes. Who slaps cantaloupes? What am I going to slap every fruit now? What what sound is it going to make? There's no hollow. Maybe I stand corrected. You know, maybe that is a thing that they do at Camp David or something. But in my lifetime, I've never seen someone slap a cantaloupe. And if I see someone slapping a cantaloupe, I am slapping their cantaloupe. Because that is some presidential behavior. Anyway, she says that. She's like, yeah, I still go to the supermarket. And Howard Stern's like, really? But aren't you afraid? And she's like, yeah, I got my guys. They're just walking around. I mean, they don't. Yeah, that's when she said, they don't slap the cantaloupes with me. Anyway, I didn't think I'd be talking about Hillary Clinton for 15 minutes. I am missing the second camera right now. I am remissed. I think I used that wrong. Um, But I am in a rush at the moment to get to the gym. Yeah. I do that. I do go to the gym. Only so that I don't um, kill myself. Sorry. Am I supposed to do trigger warning for that? But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to. You've never seen my, my shoulders. My massive shoulders. You've never seen my pecs. My lats. My traps. You've never seen that. Look at me. I'm wearing a. I'm wearing a. What is this? I don't even know. Sweater crew neck. I go so that I can feel something. Um, and it works pretty well. I highly recommend it. If you are stumped. It is so hard to get in there the first time, but there is a quote in the exercise community that goes like this. No one ever finished a workout and said, damn, 
I regret that workout. Now, isn't that true? That's true. Um, that's inspiring also. So, it is horrible. I've been trying to pull myself out of bed the whole morning. And it is 12 o'clock now. So, I mean... But once you're in there and you're listening to some Dandy or whatever you're jamming out to, that CLB. Every time I see CLB, I think of celibacy. Um, which is not a word for what the paparazzi chase. It is a word for... Um, I know I am familiar with it, but mine is voluntary. Celibacy. Some of you... M- might be more familiar with involuntary celibacy, a.k.a. incels. You know who I think are some of the funniest people on earth? Femcells, which I also think is not fair that they get their own denomination um, as female incels. I mean, it was never mencels. That might be a word. But they are so funny because... You never know they exist until I never knew they existed until I heard some woman, some woman, right, um, on social media, of course, like ranting about stuff. I was like, this is there's nothing here of substance. You are just angry and frustrated. I think she was talking about. You know, what's the funniest thing to me is whenever women think that men are meticulate and deliberate with a lot of their motivations and actions in terms of courting uh with women um there may be some some guys live for the for the chase and things like that but i promise you you roll the dice 10 out of 12 times because there's 12 combinations on a dice two dice sorry should have clarified that there's nothing going on in that poor man's head. Maybe something, but it has nothing to do with you. And that is not to offend you. It is to clear your plate to dive in, per se. Growing up, actually, something that really helped me personally build confidence in the um, in this area with women, you could say, is realizing (laughs) that women don't know what they like. (laughs) Now, hear me out, all right? Uh, If you're a woman. If you're a man, also hear me out. You know, women think they know what they want. They think they know what they want. They think they want a six-foot-two Asian guy that feels weird i never said Asian. i only see it in tweets but you know white asian that's my preferred man Asian man big shoulders arm tattoo yada yada and they think they know the personality that they like um i don't know assertive or whatever <laughs> confident funny maybe take out the assertive confident funny let's leave it at that But then they'll be in class, and then there's this dude with glasses who's five foot seven. That when he talks, make your cat purr. 
Um, now that was a southern dialect that I just did. Um, so don't get it twisted. And then you're confused. You don't know what you like. You don't know what you like. Don't lie to yourself. This goes for men as well. But I think men don't know what they like either. But the reason why it's so interesting for me with women is because I was so sure. Because women are, I think, quicker to put these uh, imaginary boundaries to what they like. So two things to take out of this. Number one, there will always be a man out of left field who doesn't match any of your criteria who will sweep you off your feet. Number two, men, this is more for you. This is something I was never informed of until I was mm, about six months ago. That there is a woman who likes a woman for every man, all right? This seems very uh what's the word? You know, given information. But you let that sink in. If you are a you know, your BMI is not optimal. You you're in the upper thirties or something. Upper 30s, I think. Yeah, maybe upper 30s. Why not? You know, maybe you took a little of a, you know, you had a rougher tumble from heaven uh, than most. There is a woman for that. There is a woman for that. Now, she might not be built like a nurse and, you know have the proclivity of um, sexual proclivity, excuse me, that you might be looking for a real cat. But there is a woman for you. There are women, women who like big guys, ugly guys. A lot more women like ugly guys than you think. Who's this, Ben Dobrik? No, 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 not Ben Dobrik, excuse me. Ben Odenek? I don't know. I see edits of him. Point is. Sapnap? Alright. My bad. He's just very average. Um, There was a. Dude. Do not worry man. Don't stress. Alright. I swear to God. There was someone for everyone. A four lifer for you. That's what I'm saying. This goes for women as well. But I feel like women know it more. You know, women know. You are the holders of the keys. You can let whoever you want in, you know. Uh, but men, you need to realize. I just realized my camera is shaking. Ah, there we go. And the lighting is not optimal. Point is, you have nothing to worry about. You know, Adam Driver, I'm actually a big fan of Adam Driver. I watched that Blueberry collab that they did, uh, Burberry, excuse me, 
a little too much, too many times. Um, and you know how they say, I don't want to be him. I don't know if I want to be him or be with him. I'm pretty sure I don't want to be with him. Maybe I could have been on the back of that horse with him when they were going in the water. Um, but I would be him all day. But you look at that picture of him in the military. And he looked like one of those chicken little, um, claymations. Uh, so. Do not worry. And now he's got a, a cult following. God forbid. I mean, I don't think that was a, I don't know what God forbid means. Anyway. Hey. Women don't know what they want. So, never be fooled. They think they know. But they just like their dads. They're just saying what their dad look like. Pardon me. Um, or, you know, Riverdale or something. I don't know what they watch. B, there is a woman out for you. Or a man. I don't even bring that up in the conversation. But, um, that's a whole other... And I know men... You know men. You know men. If you're a man going for men, you know men. And you know we some dirty dogs. Not we. I'm different. But most... Um... Are down to play hooky. If you are, you know. My point is... Um, I'm kind of scatterbrained at the moment. Excuse me for the past 25 minutes. But yeah, don't worry about it, man. You'll be fine. Anyway... And also, don't forget that you only need one. You know what I mean? You only It's only one that you need at the end of the day. You know, I am in a fortunate position where I have been shown in front of more people than I think would have ever seen me if I didn't, you know, do what I did. And I have been offered from people... That, you know, I have never been a man who, um, or a boy. I've recently been a man, but I've never been a person who, uh, but a man, I mean, I appreciate looks, but that's absolutely not, um, you know, they're lying when I stop looking at the camera. Um, I'll come back and look at you. You know, that, that wasn't a bazinga moment for me. If, uh. Someone attractive. I mean, I am a human, but I, I don't think it, it served me as much. Point is, is I would get um quite provocative messages from people that I would know that, hey, um, I don't think, I don't think I'm in the position who should be getting this, but, um, rock on, you know, I've only responded to a dozen because what was the point also? Also, also, you want some more relationship advice from a man who's never been in one? You never do the online thing. I mean, if you're serious, if you want to, if you want to live this, uh, ready player one fantasy, um, you know, you got this mysterious, um, person across the globe who you can vent to go ahead. But don't go into it with the intention of, you know, securing that bag. Because, A, you know how easy it is to cheat in an online relationship? 
That was uh, posed as a question and a statement that you do know it. But do you know it? Two. It does. You don't know them. You will never know them. It doesn't matter how many FaceTimes you get in. You don't know them. You don't know them. I've been friends with some people for like two years online. Sometimes they surprise me, you know. Um, And also, you know, especially for me, I need to be around someone to know if we jive. I need to be physically next to you. It's not, that's not a crazy thing. That is a very normal thing. I am also looking to court. So, um, you know, not the, not with the judge, but with the Judy of my own. Woo! I'm getting good at these. Anyway, I don't know if you guys noticed. All the stuffed animals are gone from up there. I have been exper experimenting with um, sleeping with stuffed animals. I'm 19 years old. Um, 19 year old man. Uh, because I realized I don't have a second pillow. I think that's all I need a second pillow. You know, to embrace. Um, and you know, you've seen that meme that's like, play that. Play, it's like the dude in the McDonald's uniform. Play the, uh, <laughs> play, play the one that, play the one. It's like six words. Jeez. Play the one that I'm with her. Play the one when I'm with her. And then they go to sleep. Um, let me explain the joke to you. It's like telling your brain to play the dream that you're with her in that dream i just realized i'm wearing a cap i didn't just realize but i realized that the shade of the cap is an influence anyway what have you guys been to man you know for me personally for me personally i'm talking personal with these recent craziness and things and such and craziness in my own personal life and um not just craziness but mishaps miscalculations you could say what comforts me is death one of the most comforting things for me is death that i'm gonna die now, hear me out, because you could take something away from here. Sorry. Oh, my God, that hurts. Okay, I got an open sore in my uh, inside cheek. I'm going to keep going. Death is so comforting because you forget that you're going to die, right? You, you You forgot right now. I just reminded you. But you will die. You will die. Better yet, it might not even be in 60 years. It could be in two. It could be in two days. But that is so comforting because, you know, you might be in a position where you might think that you matter. 
you might be in a position where not only do you think you matter, you think the predicament that you are in matters at all. Your homework, your mom, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, yada, 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 money. I can't get these cool jeans. You know, I got this problem, that one. You will die! And when you die, everything will nullify. Everything is gone. Everything. So for me personally, I forget that I'm going to die every... And like like once a week, I'll remind myself. And my shoulders drop. My I stop clenching my jaw. I can I take deep breaths. And I'm like... I can't believe I fooled myself into thinking that any of this matters. That is the key sentence right there. Um, I can't believe I fooled myself. And then from there you can approach that situation, that same one with grace. And um, not without, without emotion or at least less emotion. And really look at it analytically and realistically. I feel like I've been using a lot of big words uh, in this podcast, but... Listen, I haven't been in a classroom in two years. This is how I um, work on my vocab. Also, vocab, that was key. I don't know if you guys did spelling tests. Oh, there goes my camera. I don't know if you guys did spelling tests. I did it up until eighth grade, and we would get like 20 new words a week. That is a really good way to expand your vocabulary. Also, reading. Reading's really good. I haven't read a book in a while. My point is, remember that you will die. And if that is too uh, anxiety-inducing and such, this might be just as anxiety-inducing, but it is an alternative. Remember that (laughs) there are so many damn people on this planet. It goes back to the same point of you convinced yourself, I can't believe you convinced yourself that you matter. Well, I can't believe it. A lot of people do do it, but you're talking to yourself. There are so many people and you have no idea. You have absolutely no, you can't visualize seven and a half billion people. You can't, you cannot. The biggest thing you've been to Probably a huge music festival, 30,000 people there. Triple that, 100,000. You're at 100,000 times 10. You're at a million. You haven't even, you know what a million is out of a billion? Do you know what it is? It is nothing. A million from a billion? A million? A million. absolutely nothing. You have no idea how many people are. You can't grasp it. So, for me, an easier way to visualize how many people there are is I imagine there are an infinite amount of people living right now. Because virtually, there are. And what can fit in your head. So, there are unlimited people on this planet And you have convinced yourself that getting a car 
when you're 16 so you can go to school and look fly in the parking lot and you're arguing with your mom on why you can't take the minivan because they're going to make fun of you and you convince yourself that's a problem? Oh, my Lord. Uh, come on. And from that, you can stem, you know, an olive branch or whatever of gratitude. You know, you could be that there. You can realize that, okay, let's say the West is the top uh, living standard. And you are in the West. Let's say the West is like one and a half billion people or something. You are lucky enough to be born in the top like 20%. Chances are you're actually more than that. You're probably in the top 1% of the world in terms of living standard. So, just something to think about. Um, this is also a problem of mine. This is all I do most of the time is I just think about this stuff. Um, I just like to think about big ideas, which is why I think I was supposed to go to school, but I'm working on it myself. I watched about two and a half hours of lectures last night voluntarily about treatment of ADHD. I don't have ADHD. Um, anyway, I'm also sorting myself out. I've got a missed call from mom 14 minutes ago. That worries me. Of course, she calls me through Snapchat. I'm not sure why. I've made some appointments for myself this morning. I booked an appointment with a therapist, a dermatologist, a dentist, and the bank. And also a psychologist. Um, I haven't done that one yet because I don't know what that really is. I just want whoever can tell me that I have, if I have ADHD. Because I I am terrified, I'm not terrified, but I am very conscious of being misdiagnosed or um, of medicine in general. Not like on some anti-vaxxer stuff, but I don't want it if I don't need it, you know what I mean? Um, so I try to, is this a funny podcast? Is this informative? What am I doing? What has this been, actually? No, actually, what has this been? <laughs> my point is is it inspirational you know i could do it all who cares you know what i mean and then i go back to oh my god i'm gonna die who cares what genre of podcast this is and then boom i'm at peace um you know yeah i'm worried about like that kind of stuff um adderall antidepressants ssris or whatever um, I, <clears throat> in no way, shape or form, am I saying taking it is a bad thing, or if you take it as a crutch, or if you, um, at all, absolutely not. But my point is, is if I can do behavioral changes, like fixing my circadian rhythm, you know, my sleep schedule, eating better, going to the gym. And there is a key element in this behavioral changes that I've not been able to change out of my own um, situation is contact with the outside world. Now I do some, I do go outside, uh, but I don't socialize perhaps. Why do I talk? Why am I talking like this? I don't think I, I really talk like this. 
I'm just in the groove right now. It's for Labor Day. It's a Labor Day special. I, yeah. I just don't want it if I don't need it. I don't want it to be dependent on something that I could have never even taken in the first place if I had done other things first. If I'm dependent on it because I need it, no problem. That was a gnat that just flew by. But I would like to take all the precautions possible. You know. Anyway, I've been quite mellow as a few days, as the past few days. Quite melodic. I'm, I don't know what melodic means. Hey Siri, what does melodic mean? She's not answering, but I just remember that's not what it means. I keep using these words. It's fun. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. But yeah, guys, I hope you guys have been doing well. Um, honestly, I really do, for real. Because I do think that these are things that people need to remember. What I just said. I sound like a preacher, but... These really simple and fundamental things, at least for me, really help me put stuff in perspective and then sort stuff out. Because if you aren't thinking about this at first and then you tackle things, it feels life or death. Every situation feels like a test. As Kanye West once said himself, which I think he was quoting his mother, Donda, is... If you live your life worried about picking the right option, you will live your life like it's a test. And what's the most stressful time in school is test day. That is a quote. I'm pretty sure I got that verbatim. So, and then I also think I've been sniffling a lot. So, guys, from me, everyone listening to this podcast right now, do it for me. Just take it easy. You know what I mean? For real. Take it easy. Um, and I don't mean go self-care with the $40 skincare mask or do that if you can afford that. I don't mean in the traditional self-care aspect, even though that is good. I mean, uh, just remind yourself of these ideas and try to, uh, remember that you will die. Everything is pointless. And because of that, you can't be more nonchalant. Anyway, it's been fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to Out of Character. Should be back this Wednesday with Aaron Hall, my confidant. And then next Sunday with a guest. Not next Sunday, this Sunday. Thank you guys for listening so much. Sponsors, reach out. Um, I think we have one coming up. I was about to get NordVPN. Um but I think we're getting death water, death wish. It's like the mountain water that's in a can. Anyway, podcast has been great. I've been having so much fun, seriously. And yeah, we're all going to die. Thank you for listening. Peace out.